Hello, 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 you fantastic humans. Emily here, stopping in just to tell you all how fucking amazing you are. I am recording this intro just a few days after the episode 50 live stream party, and I just need you guys to know that that was so incredibly fun and gratifying, like just to know that you guys actually enjoy us enough to hang out with us in real time and that just, you're just amazing. Um, we literally, we, we could not ask for better listeners, fans, and you know, friends, uh, you guys are amazing and we're super happy to have you in our discord, on our social media, in our streams. Um, and in our Patreon, uh, one of the other really cool things about, you know, the episode 50, uh, the stream party thing, uh, we released our $25 Patreon tier during that. And some of you guys went and immediately signed up for it. And that was just absolutely amazing. Um, so amazing, in fact, that uh, today, uh, as of this recording, uh, we met our hacky sack heroes goal. So we are now going to be bringing hacky sack heroes to our Patreon listeners, uh, on a, um, a bi-monthly basis, uh, twice a month. I think that's what that means. Yes. <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Um, if you aren't familiar, if you haven't had a chance to look, the $25 tier, also called the Pools of Paradise tier, uh, includes all of the benefits from all of our, uh, all of our other tiers, as well as you'll get a custom designed STF t-shirt twice a year and a 20% discount on all merch once we open the store, which, we are only about $75 away from our store goal. So um, if you were thinking about becoming a Patreon, um, you know, we have two, five, ten, and now $25 tiers. So um, we're so grateful for any and all support that we can get uh, from you guys. Uh, even, you know, just sharing the love, those reviews that we've recently gotten have been so amazing. You guys, I can literally just sit here and gush about how fantastic you are, but I won't uh, continue to do so because you want to listen to the next episode. So I'll let you listen to the next episode. But before I go, just know you all are so amazing. Thanks for everything. Now, please enjoy episode 51 Zeno Limit.
Alright, so much. We're at already a minute and 38 counting here. We're uh, already in the episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode oh, hey 51. Guys, yeah, we didn't get our way. silence. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go with it. <laughs> we'll just fade it in. Here we are, guys. Episode 51. We did 50 episodes. All of our professionalism has gone out the window. Yeah, it's all You're either with us here. or you aren't. You know? Oh, episode God. 51. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, better. Better now that Scraylin's dead, I guess. That's yeah. very accurate. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that hoe. I'm good. I'm pretty good. Good? Yeah. Is everybody feeling healthy today? Like... I feel like the last time we've played, at least one of you has been sick for, like, quite a string of episodes. And well, Josh, you were under the weather for a little bit. Yeah. Heath was under the weather for a little bit. Are you guys healthy? Are, do I'm we need good. to worry? Are you guys dying? I'm more Sound healthy of mind. than normal. We're all dying a little Are now. your humors all aligned? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I live my life on quarter mile time. Oh my god! Now I'm dying. Now I'm officially dead. Officially dead. I'm messing my life on uh, coffee spoons and well, cigarettes. officially dead is also a status that could be applied to Scraylin because you guys have taken out all the shit at Third Eye Salvage, but now you have Third Eye Salvage at your disposal, at your pleasure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So the, um, the first thing I want to do is double tap that uh that trident and get some light going so I can actually see what's going on. Uh yeah, that's probably a wise just, just like just, it, just yeah. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say a tuning well, fork. Yeah, you know. Tick, tick, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what's the what's the command word? I don't. Orin doesn't know anything about this trident. He just. Uh, how do, I, how do I get this thing right, on? There's, right. there's, there's like a button right under the bottom of the prongs. Mm. And he tries to feel around in the dark. Ah, oh, I think I found it. <laughs> it's yeah. like a grandparent fiddling up, with you know? your remote, with your TV remote. Yeah, just yeah. On it. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> um, no, so Oren does finally get the light on, and I'm going to put the rest of you in this tiny ass room. Like I'm going to put you all on Ziva Square just so you can actually see the art of the room. Um, <clears throat> wow, that is a tiny room. So. So this steep set of stairs that like really caused you guys a lot of trouble this uh, last episode, it descends to a 15-foot square chamber. The droning of an air purifier keeps this atmosphere fresh. A computer terminal, a bed dressed in thick blankets, a steel foot locker, and a couch create a cozy space that contrasts the disorganized status of the scrapyard above. However, the coziness is a little bit undermined as you see Hashchir unconscious in a collar and manacles on this cot. But With not a dead. Dead asparagus next to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's. I think that's like just good decor. That's know? part of yeah. part of the charm. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's certainly <laughs> added to the ambiance of this room. Well, he's okay. part of the room now, so we're leaving him, right? So, no, I uh, think Warren the body, would, then would feel him. compelled to actually like check on Hash. Like he can't do anything yeah. about the collar, but he like can I do like a uh, well medicine check or something to see don't, what kind of status don't he's in? For, don't forget that on the data pad that you found on Grasselix, the reptoid, he had an app that was indeed controlling the consciousness collar. Mm. On, okay. On, 
So don't forget about that. However, I don't. I don't know who has that data pad. I assume Phil. Phil. Probably Phil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just go. Yeah, with Phil, that. Phil was the one that was there fighting Grasslix, uh, while Zeno and Zena Ziva were trying to get into the hallway because you guys just like to sleep in different places. It's fine. It's cool. Phil snores. <laughs> that is that is now canon. This is why you guys split up so much. No, because if we end up in a survival like type thing and fell snoring, we'll draw stuff to us. No, well, do not. There's ways uh, to, uh, to just uh, get a uh, just get a pat. Uh, you see a CPAP. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, it's gotcha. a Starfinder. You can exactly. definitely get you a CPAP. Uh, machine. It, I mean, the CPAP will be like a, a microchip or oh, something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, like, could, totally. Fel could probably like tell his AI to make him stop snoring. They, yeah. yeah, they just have like he just does it to fuck with us. I was about to say the most cybernetically enhanced out of all of us. I mean, Fel just didn't feel comfortable with the poop tubes, man. <laughs> that's what it that's is. What it was. That's what that's that, all let's be real. Was. So yeah, yeah Orin will look over and say, "Fell, uh, can you do something about this collar?" Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, sorry, hang on. Uh, and do I, do I need to roll a uh, computers or something, or do I just be? Uh, you can roll computers or engineering, your choice. No, can anyone go. aid? I was just, I was I, just about to I say, can, aid. I can, I can aid engineering. Yeah, we're all aiding. I too. I <laughs> I too will. Aid. I don't know. No, I, I have a two. Aid. I don't know. No, I'm not even trained. I can't. I can't. Oh, you can't do it then. I can't. Engineering, aid. you have to be trained in. Two, right, right, right. Use. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, All right, never so that's mind. two aids. Oh, you're not trained in engineering mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got, got one aid from Zeno. What about Mike? Yeah, I aid. I got a seventeen. Okay. All right. So, Fel, you're going to get a plus four to your engineering role, which you're certainly not going to need. I don't. I don't <laughs> uh, so I'm doing computers, but does a thirty-eight get well, it? Well, no, no, you're not doing computers because the two people that aided you okay. aided you in engineering. Jesus, <laughs> thanks, so. guys. Uh, okay, <laughs> fine, fine. Does you a thirty-six the get it? Not? <laughs> I think a thirty-six will get it, regardless. Yeah. I do not yeah. want AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. You got him. Wow. Okay, Ladies well. and gentlemen, welcome to the Giggly Ep. Yes, yes, Josh. A 36 does okay. get it. As Fel is able to easily access the app and know exactly what to do in the the collar. It feels like that should be a computer's chat. It really I just, does. But. I just feel <laughs> yeah. like it's a, it's like Fel just grabs the tablet and like, I don't Presses see the, the app. I don't Oh, yeah, like, there's, he, a, there's a second page. He just swipes over and it's like, there it is. It's like he hits the the heart button instead of swiping right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so you're able to disarm the collar, and as it falls off, you see that the collar is lined on the inside with a bunch of needles. Oh shit! Um, um and so the collar deactivates <clears throat> but Hashishir is still unconscious okay uh, I have one more spell slot and I will use it to give him a little mystic cure oh yeah okay so you heal him and you see the bruises on his head and torso heal but he does not become conscious do we know how this thing works? Uh, no, you do not. Can I ask? Is he stable? He's yeah. He's not dying. 
Uh, He's just okay. unconscious, you know. Zeno's gonna say, Zeno, have you ever seen a contraption like this? What has it done to him? Because hmm, I was thinking, okay, either inspect him or inspect the device. Well, yeah, I, they, so I that would be a different Can I do role. a medicine check sure, or something? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I want to aid with a uh, medicine check. I would also like to aid. Are I could do that. Are you trained? Are you trained I'm in medicine? I'm trained in that. Uh, with a 30, and I believe I And a 23. Yeah. All right. You guys are just yeah. giving the aids out Fel- like crazy. I mean, I, so well. I've got a plus 10 to medicine. So what does that give me a total bonus of? Fell's aiding four. too. So make sure you get that. Oh, plus six. So 16 with yours, Zach. Okay. So plus 16. No, what? Oh, what? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. What you got? Well, I rolled a two. <laughs> so that's an 18 total, 18, right? 18, yeah. Okay. It is a DC 18 medicine check. Holy shit. <laughs> to determine that your boy, Hasachir, is unconscious due to the blue Winnis poison. Winnis or Winnis? Winnis. I have an antitoxin. Right, no. so. <laughs> wow, you got really. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, I was but like, like, I'm never gonna oh, fucking use this thing. I've had I mean, it since day one. Yeah, I have six of them. Oh, yeah, like, well, fuck ampules. me, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like, well, <laughs> Oren got a bunch of them in the med lab, and like, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he looked at them, and he's like, it's like he read the ingredients yeah. of the of the serums. You know, he like, he just grabbed him excited, and then he actually looked at what's in him. He's like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. <laughs> It's like looking at the nutrition facts or something like that. Oh, man. So, Blue Winnis is a uh, a poison (laughs) that uh, it just goes, you know, goes down that constitution poison track. And he's all the way down. So, he's in the unconscious state of that. So... Basically, the antitoxin would give you a bonus of four to your saving throws against poison for an hour. So, like, how often does Hash get to make a saving throw? So, <clears throat> he gets to make it uh, every two rounds. So, okay. what you can determine with that medicine check and with, you know, kind of rolling over Fell's engineering check... What was going on with this collar is that it was kind of just pumping a very slow but steady dose of this poison. Mm. So you you can kind of assess that he'll probably recover with a night's rest. You know what I mean? He'll 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 be able to just kind of he just needs to sleep it off without being injected with it. You know, this poor he's guy. had a long he's, never he's had a long large dose of this poison, but. So- so, so basically, whenever we get done searching this hideout, I'm gonna have to tote his ass out of here. Absolutely, hundred percent correct. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I bet we can find okay. like a wheelbarrow or something. We put him in. Yeah, salvage. <laughs> salvage yard. I like chain up the mattress to the cot and make a, a, <laughs> a little sledge. <laughs> yeah, sledge. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about loot. Let's go ahead and knock that out. Yeah, let's do that. I've got a pen and paper ready. Twist my arm. All right. So, you know, the Dralics have what Dralics have. I mean, you know what they have, The Shadow Staff. They have have the Shadow shadow Staves, and they have Freebooter Armor 1. You know? Okay. So there's three sets of that. 
uh, both those. Okay. Okay. The uh, entropy slugs have nothing but gross. So you Good don't want anything. Expected. Yep. All right. Scraylin uh-huh. has some stuff. Got some the cold stuff. pistol. It's got the frostbite class zero pistol. Okay. It's a pretty good weapon. It does, uh, let's see here. A shit ton of damage is what Ziva remembers. Well, same. That's because of its. That's because of, that's, well, that's because of Scraylin's bonuses. Uh, And I, and I also crit. Yeah, I got, I got critted like a motherfucker. Right. And, 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 (laughs) <laughs> the problem that I, what I realized is that I did not trigger the. It actually has a critical effect, but I took the card, so no harm, no foul. You know, you take the effect or the card, but it does have a critical effect of staggered. So if you do hit, you can stagger your opponent with this frost damage. It does one d six damage plus whatever your ranged damage modifier is. Okay. She also has the security chip to the manacles that are binding Hash's wrist and ankles. Okay. She has the tactical maul. That does. Yeah, tell me about that. That does one d eight plus your plus your melee damage. It's a bludgeoning weapon, and it has a critical effect of knockdown. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then what she's wearing is some Kasatha Microcord Mark II. Ooh. That's some good armor, y'all. Yeah, it is. Ziva needs it. I mean, and I just bought, I mean, I just bought some uh, graphite carbon skin. But you said your AC... Oh, that's because you're kind of exhausted. Uh, exhausted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What is it? What is it normally? Do you? Is uh, it higher? Is it like 18, 17, somewhere around there? Yeah, I mean, it, it needs to yeah, get. Everybody should be EAC seventeen KSC. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, man. That's still kind of low at this level. Well, I'm, eight, I'm eighteen, nineteen. You know what I mean? I'm I'm eighteen, nineteen. Well. I, well, we have it, and we have yeah, it. We can sort we, it yeah, out we'll, later. We'll yeah. sort it out. Uh, it won't. It won't matter right now, right? But just make sure somebody marks it down that it is a Kasatha Microcore two, and it does already have a Mark One thermal capacitor in one of its upgrade slots. Nice. Okay. Um, so that's what's on Scraylin. Now you're in this room which you know to be a little hidden shelter, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to start so, the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, I figure. Let's get those perception checks. Yeah, let's turn this place upside down. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and roll one of those with my plus 14. All right, Phil got an 18. Okay. 25. Okay, okay. I'm Phil off the table. Mm. Ziva's so tired. Plus 14. Yeah, Ziva's eyes are literally closing as she's trying to strain it. She's so tired. Yeah, she's so like falling asleep the, on the wall. Uh, and you, yeah, so you, you're the only one who doesn't see the 
foam-lined box that's peeking, that's kind of like pushing up the corner of the mattress on the cot, kind of by um, Hashishir's feet. Uh, so there's this little box, and inside of it is a Mark II Serum of Healing. Nice. Nice. And a cred stick loaded with 1,250 credits. Ooh, very okay. nice. And as you open the box, you see on the inside bo- of the box, like kind of attached to the bottom of the top, is a note that reads, In Aklo, who can read Aklo? Uh, Aklo? What is Aklo? I uh, so it's a language. can do a thing. Um, I... You None of you can speak Aklo? No, Hold dude. On, what are you talking Hold about? I mean, that's, a, just, that's like a packed worlds. Yeah. Nobody's been nobody's been to Akaton in your history characters. Oh, that's, oh, that's, I'm sorry. That's what are you saying? Akatonian and Aklo or whatever. I think Aklo is the Akatonian. It is language. definitely that not. is inaccurate. Because Akatonian, Akatonian. Is the Akatonian language. Yes, one hundred percent. I have built three different Yusoki characters. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> I've put on every character I've built for the last like three years. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Aklo yeah, so is Aklo the is, fucked up world. All right. I stand corrected. Aklo is the language spoken by the inhabitants of Octurn. Bro. That is the dominion of the black. Adam. We'll see you, dude. Chill, 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 chill. So I have skilled linguist. Cunning linguist. Um, cunning linguist. It's skilled linguist. That's no, the, no, 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 oh, yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh, Emily's tired too. That, uh, <laughs> it's literally your joke. Yeah, I know. I'm sleeps like. Uh, but yes, I can. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't question it. Um, you can speak and read a number of bonus languages equal to your ranks in culture. Additionally, when you attempt a culture check to decipher writing, you can forego. As full action um, for approximately 250 words or fewer. Yeah, it's a lot fewer than 250 words, I'll tell you that. So I can attempt a um, culture check to try and decipher it. All right, let's get it. Can we aid? Can I aid? Can I aid? Is uh, that a thing? I don't know. Do you have to have the thing to aid as well? You have to have the, the feet? I feel, I, I feel like that this is very specific to her skill set, right? I mean, I feel you. I'm just also trained in culture and just right, like, exactly. something I can help with. I mean, I We're think you could aid age. in a lot of culture checks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, let me get the roll, Emily. Okay. Huh. Uh, a 31? Oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so all, So all that to reveal that the note says... The Sardats advance. Oh, so this is the prepay. Correct. See. Okay. And she will tell the crew that she's... So apparently this is what the Sardats sent to secure our demise. This is just the first part of the payment. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we pretend that they actually killed us and we can get the other half, huh? She she says jokingly, hoping that the crew will laugh at her joke. 
<laughs> like completely fucking silent. Yeah, just, um, she's real sleepy, y'all. She's real <laughs> sleepy. Uh, well, guys, there's also kind of a computer sitting on a desk over there. What? Well, well, get after it. Guess then. what? Fell's gonna do. Yep. I punch it. I'm an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm break it. I'm gonna mind thrust it. <laughs> uh, let's see. That hold is on. Hold on. Let me. Aid. God, nope. Twenty-eight. It. Uh, so what are you doing there? Uh, just checking the computer out, act, trying to access it. Um, so with that 28 for computers, I mean, yeah, you pull it up and it calls for, it's got like a lock screen calling for a, a password, but it says passphrase instead of password. Okay, well, I'm going to hack that. Uh, All right, let me, never mind. Yeah. What? What? No, maybe you should do like a remote hack because... The ship yeah, might explode. Good call, that's, man. That's kind of, you know, come on. Everybody, uh, step step back a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. All right, out. I'm just saying. So. Yeah, maybe you're a little. We paranoid. just had an experience with this like a couple episodes ago. Yeah. True, so Phil Phil takes a step back and. Uh, Good job, John. Puts one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, hey, that's inspiration worthy. I, I can't move my token, but Ziva moves up the stairs because we have four hit points left. So. Okay, so you're moving out of the room. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody back up. Like, way up. All right, okay. fine. Or I'll get on the stairs. Fell's getting to where he has line of sight on the thing. Up. And that's about it. Okay, um, all right. So, <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> I'm going to feel silly if uh, nothing happens. Don't don't worry about Hashtag. He's fine. Oh, he's fine. Totally <laughs> <laughs> his token is not fucking there. I'll, I'll tote his ass up the stairs. <laughs> made it through worse. Uh, that was a a thirty-two on the computer. Okay, chair. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a solid solid hack. Um, okay, so with that, you ha- you kind of have full access to this computer, and you see a drive, you know, like a file folder. So, yeah, as you're looking through these videos, you see several grainy files of y'all going about your business on Outpost Zed. There's video of Fell. Oh, God, sex tape. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Of Fell and Half Red's date. Mm -mm. There's video of all the fights with Mike. Yeah, I mean, you'd want to have this. There, there's <laughs> video of Mike training in, in Hashishir Space Dock. There's video of Orin floating in space. There's video of Fel sleeping on the ship, snoring his ass off. Oh, can, can we see? <laughs> can we see the perspective of the camera? Can we like? Can yeah, we identify yeah, yeah. where it is? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make a fucking right. quick mental note of that. Yeah, where right. does it seem like it's coming from? Well, so, like, yeah, you see several several videos from, like, every major room on your ship. Every major, oh, like, wing and, comp- and compartment of your ship, you know. Uh, because Reptoid Hash has been mm-hmm. working on yep. our shit. Well, Fell, you got a busy day. You got a busy day ahead of you tomorrow, Fell. Yeah, Fell's as he's watching this, he's like, oh, God damn it. I knew 
probably should have checked closer, but... Sneaky ah, little bastards. Is there anyone My privacy! <laughs> okay, so and you also see the dossiers mm. on you that Zolan Ulavestra Yeah, had. right. He sent, he sent these digitally to Scraley. So this is the first time your characters no, are are knowing that this is that that the Sardat has this information on you. You know, I know we did the flashback, but your characters didn't know that. And so you're seeing your files. And, you know, I imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine that Fel and Zeno are kind of hovering over this computer together. Oh, just right? pouring over over this yeah. data. Right. So, I th- you know, I think you guys are kind of right there. And, you know, you see things that you would expect in the dossier. You know, everybody sees that Oren used to work for Abadar Company. That comes up on the screen. Abadar Corp, right? Everybody sees that Mike used to be a mercenary for the gardeners. Everybody sees that Ziva is the madam of the pools of paradise. There's information on the APA. There's information on Tiffany. Those bastards. You done crossed the motherfucking line. (laughs) (laughs) There's information on Fell being a mechanic on the space dock and Versys and records of him being uh, terminated. Skydock. There's records of him. What? Skydock. Skydock, thank you. There's records of him taking the contract with Sedona. There's records of all of you taking contracts with Sedona. There's Zeno's record. Pops up on the screen. And this one's highlighted. But there's like parts of it that are blocked out. Like redacted. redacted. Yeah. But there but but there's a note, there's an editor's note, if you will, from Zolan that says We need the Android. Dead or alive, keep his body intact. Can I see this? Can Orin read that? Yeah, it's coming up on the screen. I assume you guys are all kind of like... When it didn't explode, we went back in. Almost kind of like it booms onto a projection, you know? know? Yeah, it's like a a big... Yeah, it's a big computer, you know? It's got like a full monitor kind of setup. So Orange is going to say, Zeno, you want to explain why they want you so bad? If I had answers, trust me, I would have divulged them some time ago. I I cannot pass this. Yeah, sure I don't you know. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of a quick look over to, to Mike. What does that mean? <laughs> You know what it fucking means. Alright, we don't have time for this bullshit. Listen. I need some answers. What is what does any of this mean? What were you talking about, Zeno? How can you not know what they want from you? Look, all I can tell you is that my experiments trying to find this rune drive 
is all I know that they would want. But that is it. Sense motive. Alright, roll it. Ooh, yeah, I'll, I want a sense motive as well. Or I, can I aid in Zivas? You can, you can do either or, but you can't do both. I'll aid Zivas with a 29, so that'll get it. Okay, so Ziva pulled out her actual dice, so we're going to do that now. There you go. So, with the aid, it's going to be a 24. 24. Sorry, it's a DC of 50. You... <laughs> no, no, you actually, I mean, you could, t- I mean, it's hard to read an Android, right? Mm. Just, just at its core. However, it truly seems to you and Oren that Zeno doesn't know why the focus is on him. He truly is saying his, you believe that he's giving you his best possible hypothesis that it has something to do with his studies of drift technology because that's the only thing that logically makes sense with this connection to the rune drive which is so important to the to the sardot but other than that he doesn't know he doesn't know where he how he factors into that you can sense that he's not trying to hide any truths from you okay and remember he also as an android has a minus two to any bluff checks Correct. Like so, you mm-hmm. you can feel pretty pretty secure in that. Okay. It's only okay. it's only because Mike's an idiot that he was able to lie to him for eight years. <laughs> Did he ever lie though? No, nah, it withheld information. That's, that's withheld. slightly yeah, different. I admit it. Yeah. Different. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. There's one final folder on there, and you see it says it just says S two S. Okay. That's the name of the folder. Like S, the number two S? Yeah. Sierra, two Sierra? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is this his something too sexy folder? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the porn folder. The tentacle porn oh. folder we yes. found. Oh, open it and find out. Xena cracks uh, as. Too sexy it's a for risky your click. Too sexy it's a risky for your click. bounty. Ziva cracks her knuckles and she says, I'll take care of this. <laughs> um, okay. So dive right in. So you yeah, you open that folder and you see a couple videos that show a series of interactions between Scraylin and the Sardat. And it basically lays out their agreement. Um, the Sardat tells Scraylin that he's too busy to deal with Yal himself, and so he offers Scraylin a small fortune to take care of his friends from the Pact Worlds. He goes on to say that he will advance her any funds she might require for supplies before he leaves Arellos for some important political business on New Thespera. But he sternly warns Scraylin that he wants this job done before he returns to Arellos or else. Everybody roll a culture check. Those that have culture. What is culture? I I am a cultured swine. (laughs) Uh, I have culture. Yeah. Decent culture. 25. 19. 19. Uh, Nat 20. Ooh. Uh, For a 32 total. 
Just flexing. Okay. Just flexing. Okay. You know that New Thespera is the heart of the Aslanti Star Empire. It's the capital, right? And so what you glean from this is that Zolan was at Aurelis, which is where this transmission came from, right? It's the, the, the source of this transmission. And that he's left Aurelis currently to go handle some business in the capital of the Aslanti Star Empire. However, at some point he's planning on returning. Let me get a computer's check from Fell and Zeno. Okay. You want to just aid me, bud? Yeah, sure. No, I want okay, one each. One each, okay. Yep. Uh, 29. Mm-hmm. 31. Ooh! Right, the two of you working together can trace the origins of this message to get the coordinates for Arellos. Yes. Nice. You also, as you're searching the infosphere, as you look at these coordinates and the information that is attached to it, you discover that Sardot Zolanilvestra has purchased an asteroid in this system several years ago and registered this asteroid under the name of Arellos. Okay. An asteroid. Okay. okay. An then asteroid. you then you take the video and download it to your personal unit. Mm-hmm. So you now have all this information at your disposal. Beep, beep, beep. Adam, you gonna send that to us in a uh, spreadsheet? <laughs> yeah. <something like> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right, so that's a pretty big find. But now yeah. we're gonna. <laughs> the thing is. The way you guys handled this dungeon or map or whatever is that you guys rushed in, fought everybody, and ended up starting your exploration in the, like, main room. So the rest of the treasure is going to be less and less awesome as you explore your way out of here. But let's continue. (laughs) Okay. That's kind of a recurring theme for us. Rush in, fuck up, draw all the baddies. Yeah. Survive. 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 <laughs> Survive. Survive. At least we're, of, at least so we're of one mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> we run on pure gumption. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. Hard tack and nails, all I eat. Same. <laughs> Alright, so what do you want to do now? Um, there's like Give me the Nothing loop. else in this room, right? Like, oh, uh, so bef- before we start moving, everybody, Ziva will uh, take the shackles and everything off of. Oh boy! So, I, so I turn mm. around so you can face him across my yeah. shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's gonna take the collar and the shackles and keep those. Of course she is. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. You never know. Yes, yeah, it could come yeah. in handy for <laughs> yeah. things, for things and stuff, right? Stuff and things for S two S parties. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> or um, okay. Well, so you keep those. You got everything. That's all there is. Mike's got hash kind of slung over his shoulder, taking care of him. Soon, you guys can move back up to the scrapyard. Yes, yep. correct. 
I'll move you guys all back in the map. Still avoid those slug trails mm -hmm. as you're going through here because they're still there for sure. Um, Too merciful. Let me get let me get hash on the map. Here we go. Okay, so let me get you a real nice description of this <clears throat> shithole. So this is. Yeah, mountains of refuse are piled high against the 20-foot-high walls of this vault-like chamber. Garbage, abandoned electronics, and even rusted vehicles poke out from the refuse mounds like hapless souls mired in quicksand. At the yard's less cluttered center, several barrels and crates offer a place to toss useful treasures picked from the otherwise worthless rubbish heaps. So, in here, let me get some perception checks. On it. Cape. Two. Oh, that's a twenty. Nat twenty. Nat, Nat twenty is well. You Zach? You too, buddy. I got one too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Seventeen <laughs> ain't gonna get it. Three Nat twenties on perception check. So yeah. Thirty. All of the treasure. Give us extra treasure, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys, really, really find it all. You really, really find it. And uh, <laughs> so, Hufflepuffs or all of us Hufflepuffs? We find the shit <laughs> out of that treasure. I'm a great. So in, in that in the the barrel in the center of the scrapyard, you kind of pop it open and you find three gear clamps and a fully Bucket loaded a. bond, a fully loaded bonding epoxy dispenser in the barrel. And then as you guys continue to sift through the junk, you uncover a tarnished Mark One. Mind Link Circlet. Ooh, that's oh. cool. Oh, it certainly mind. sounds cool. Mind Link. That circuit. Mind Link is a thing that that uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be getting very soon. I think. So a Mind Link Circlet Mark One oh. is you can telepathically communicate with any creatures within 30 feet with which you share a language. So this is like not the limited, like you can actually have a conversation telepathically. Yeah. With any creature that you share a language. Level two item worth sixteen hundred, well, sell value at one sixty. But that's that's Dude, what they, you find. They kill it. you on that markup. Yeah, um, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. I, I may uh I may want that. I may want to roll in that mind link circlet. Everybody else want the mind link circlet? Nope. All right. Looks like you got the straight knee draw on this, yeah. Zach. Okay. Put you put you a, a mark a mind link circlet mark one on your sheet. You got it. Um, now uh, Ziva and Orin can have private brain conversations about everybody else. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I get this as a mystic ability, um, where I can attune to the party and we can all have telepathic conversations one way I right think. but then you but then you can use this to interact with any NPCs correct yeah 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 alright so cool. that's this room where would you guys like to go next now there's the doors that you came through the garage doors however you know that Scraylin kind of came from the southeast in this direction so that there must be some other way into this scrapyard yeah, we're gonna explore that. Let's go, okay. go on over there. Alright, who you know I you know, it doesn't matter. We'll just take you in this group. In fact, what I'm gonna do yeah. Alright, so you guys just move in, I'll move everybody 
into the next room. There's a little door to your right there, Felino. Check out my traps! That, that uh, opens into a water closet. It's just a little bathroom. So, okay. wait. She, oh. This right here. Right a here. wash closet, not a water She came closet. in through the shitter? No, no, she came in through the door you're going through now that's to the south. She came in through the bathroom window. But, like... <laughs> God. God. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. All right. So, here we go. You are now in... Oh, man, I gotta go back. So, you're now in the workshop. You see this cramped but well-organized workshop sprawling throughout this irregularly irregularly shaped area. Irregularly. It's a damn oregano. Yeah. <laughs> An oregano uh, shape. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, super awesome. Yeah. Uh, so there's this set of stairs that ascends to a plastic curtain uh, that you see right here to the west, right? So it goes, kind of goes up to a little catwalk that goes out about 10 feet up into this little plastic curtain, like those curtains that are in like between walk-ins. Curtain? No, no. Oh, like, like a flappy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was a shower curtain, see, it was going to be like, tacky. Sorry. So. Huh. Um, <laughs> and there is a door also that kind of leads out kind of around this weird corner. So this is a really weird shaped room, almost like a backwards J shaped room. Um, <clears throat> almost like it's an irregularly shaped room. Thank you. Really appreciate that assistance. I feel like you gave I feel like you gave called an aid, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All the aids for you, man. Oh, awesome. Um, <clears throat> so all right, so just in this room, you could basically put together, looking at all the tools, you could put together an armor crafter engineering specialty toolkit, which I believe you already have since Mike has been creating armor already. But you could sell it. You, you can make enough to put together an armor crafter engineering specialty toolkit mm-hmm. from the tools nice. in here. Fell, you see this door that kind of small little door. Um, tucked away in this corner. What you want to do? Uh, I want to check out the door. Is it check for traps first and foremost? Sure, perception. Uh, it's a plus ten. Okay, what'd you roll? Oh, I thought you just asked what my perception was. Twenty six. Twenty six. Uh, yeah, there's no traps. Um, okay, so you can kind of just. Press the little trigger and the door slides open, and you see a sleeping area. A couple, a couple of bunk beds along the eastern wall um, provides what looks like to be a com- uh, comfortable resting place. Um, and opposite of each bed is a set of lockers that uh, looks like might hold personal effects. Okay, I wanna loot them lockers. Uh, okay. Check for traps. After checking uh, for traps. <laughs> yeah, okay, roll a roll perception. Uh, 28. 28, yeah. Okay, so you don't find any traps, but as you're looking through the lockers, you see that the one with Scraylin's name, kind of in the little nameplate on the mm-hmm. locker, has a 
false back. Ooh. And it's hiding a little niche containing a black cube that's wrapped in a black bag, right? So you can kind of just see this black cube shape poking out of this. It's wrapped up. Well, that's and not like, think, at all. Found the yeah, rune think drive. About, like, Don't touch home. that. Think that's of, the proto-molecule. Think <laughs> about like a, a Crown Royal bag, uh-huh. right? And, but you got the square shape in it. Give it to Zeno. He likes cubes. I do like cubes. Uh, it's not Black 13, is it? I know that was a sphere, but... Uh, I love that, though. I appreciate that you but made it, that reference. Yeah, yeah but fuck you, because you haven't finished reading the book, so... Also I don't care. I've read enough to be able to make that reference. I don't know what any of that means. Well, right, get so out anyways, of here. that's what you... <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, a little small object like that tucked away in a yeah. bag and behind we, a false we, door we love it. really gets that vibe. We love it. it definitely so. Definitely mm. so. So, you, you know, you, what do you do with that? Uh, I'm just going to, I guess... I don't even know if I want to open it here. I mean, you're by yourself in this room. You might want to at least rejoin your group, right? Yeah, well, I want to check the other <coughs> locker, too. Uh, there's nothing in the other locker. Okay. Then, yeah, so, I'm going to I mean, other go. than, like, you know, a jumpsuit <clears throat> and, like, some boots, you know, but nothing of any value. Check the table, check under the beds, flip the mattresses. Yeah, you're good. All right. So, yeah, Fel's going to go back out uh, holding the, the cube in the bag. Uh, and just so I uh, found this in a, a false, like a, a false back wall. What is it? It's I mean it's a, a cube of some sort in uh inside a bag. Like, I I don't or, know. I, I don't know if I even want to open it here. Oran, do you have any kind of uh, means of detecting whether or not this might be magical? Roll roll, <laughs> roll geometry. <laughs> 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 yeah. You bet your ass I do. And Orin will detect magic. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely has... Um, I guess it would be enchantment magic. Hmm. Or... Then a little transmutation, maybe. Yeah, this is some... Complicated magic on this thing. Beyond my scope. You definitely. I mean, it's it's something that certainly Uh, piques your interest. Yeah, no, no, yeah. You don't feel like any supernatural draw to it or anything, but just like the the shape of it and the the type of bag. It's like in this very shiny, almost silicon bag, right? Maybe. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Felno, let me see that. Uh, Yeah, sure, here. And he just kind of casually tosses it to him. After you just heard that it had magic coming from it, you just toss it? I'm sorry. (laughs) That's a thing that Fel would do, though, honestly. That's very in character. You just take an inspiration. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Zach, you're a gracious GM. I, I really uh, yeah, I try you, to man. be, man. I try to be. <laughs> and what uh, Zeno is going to do is he has an ability. It's a magic hack. It's called magic negation. Hmm. What you see is uh, 
him just kind of close his eyes and as you see the circuitry just kind of dim, brighten, dim, brighten and he just kind of channels into it holding the bag and uh, that point you can't see it but those that can detect magic can notice that the magic is kind of dampening okay so you're can I you're roll holding... a mysticism? alright well hold on so you're holding this while you do this right? have you pulled it out of the bag? no I'm holding the bag from with I mean I'm holding the bag alright alright so yeah you do see the the magic seemed to be a little bit suppressed you know is that you know uh Oren is doing the detect magic, right? So, like, mm-hmm. is, as you're detecting it, you see Phil kind of toss it, which has got this big glow to it, and then it lands in Zeno's hand, and Zeno just kind of focus on it, and you see the magic re- get really dampened, kind of reduced to a small little pinprick in the in the center of the bag. Hmm. The actual physical shape of the bag doesn't change, but. You know, the, right. the aura of the magic definitely gets diminished. So what do you do now, Zeno? I steal my resolve. I look at everybody. So it was nice knowing you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see it. No, okay. No. Well, <laughs> maybe we, now that it's not so magical, we take it back to the large room and maybe unwrap it with... No, 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 no. Gonna be ballsy no. here. Okay. All right. Zeno gonna... takes a step back. And he's just gonna kind of hold it from the bottom and just kind of like hold it from the bottom, and he's just going <laughs> oh, to yeah? uh, hold it from the bottom. Uh, yeah, put it yeah. from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to uh, unwrap it from the top and just kind of still hold, like holding it, and, holding it from the bottom. Yeah, see the moves behind fail. So basically, it's revealed, but his hand is still not touching it because it's a bag. But all right, so you. So yeah, you you unstring the bag and yeah. kind of like gently pull the yeah. bag away from Undrape it. Undrape it. Careful you know? not, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah being careful not to touch it. And I'm going it's, to it's, perform a physical science on it. Okay. For a twenty-nine. Okay, so what you can sense from it is that it's giving off this very cold, frigid vibe. A mysticism? Will that do anything? Can I do a mysticism? I mean, it's not going to give you any more than okay. what all your right. detect so magic all, is. All right, like. thank you. That's all I needed to know, right. like, for right. real. Yeah. That's all. I just wanted to make sure we were getting all the information we could. Okay. I think you're just going to have to, like, go kamikaze and just touch that bad the, boy, John. That's, just, that's pretty much where, where this is leading. Yeah. Logical conclusion. It's Jam in your hands. I'll volunteer you. Jam it in your eyes. My life is in my hands. Right. <laughs> He's just about to finger a fucking tesseract. That's fine. Hmm, it's got right. three <laughs> holes. I'm going to just no. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. going to. You're going to touch it. Yes. You're going to touch it. Yes. Zeno touches. I'm going to just cube. look at everybody and just touch it. Just all right. So you know you've you've diminished the magic of this cube, and. You, you know, as you're looking at it, bringing your hand towards it, you see it's just very, very glossy black. It's almost looking like looking into infinity. You know what I mean? It's like reflective without reflecting. Totally anything. black 13. Yeah, exactly. The Josh was right on with that. Um, <clears throat> however, when you touch it, you, you 
between your physical science check and your in this detect magic and you diminishing the magic, you figure out what this thing is supposed to do. So when you touch it, there's small like little circuits just beneath the black surface that connect to your nervous system and give you a psychic hallucination that's meant to come off as a vision of what appears to be the heat death of the universe. While a faint voice whispers, Um, but because of how you've approached this, you basically realize that this is, it's almost like trick box. You know what I mean? And, and there's a powerful magical energy that makes this feel real to somebody who touches it, but it's really just a scientifically induced hallucination. Don't, don't listen. Don't listen to them, Zeno. They're nihilists. These men are cowards. However, <laughs> however. As you make that realization, Zeno's mind drifts back. We need some doodly. So much fun. Okay. The black reaches of space fill our vision as we drift back into memory. We float through the infinite vastness of the galaxies, and we eventually see a drift beacon come into focus. This cosmic buoy looms in its coordinates, its dulled look counter to the grand purpose that it serves. As we get closer to the beacon, we can make out a humanoid figure in a single-seat starcraft, both tethered to the device. The sparks of tools light up the humanoid's face and we see Xenophanes V as he is making repairs and maintenance to his drift beacon. Whistling some math rock to himself, Zeno is blithely tuning up some of the communication relays and replacing parts of the signal emitter. Zeno continues his lonesome work as usual until there is a sudden shudder from the drift beacon. The vibrations cascade along both Zeno's tether and the tether of his shuttle, and Zeno grips his line tightly in panic. But both connections hold, and the drift beacon goes still again. The android frantically checks all the bypasses to make sure that this drift beacon is deactivated, for working on an active drift beacon is extremely dangerous. If it is activated while you are in the vicinity, you could be the piece of matter that is dragged into the drift. Zeno has always been meticulous about this process, and he is sure that he had turned the beacon off, but he checks again. Yes, everything is as it should be. And as Zeno 5 tries to breathe a sigh of relief, the beacon shudders again, more violent, and this time its vibrations don't stop. As the drift beacon violently shakes, Zeno can feel the shift in gravity, the change in temperature, a rip into the drift is being created, but the android can't see how. He slams the emergency shutoff button, but the drift beacon still rumbles, and Zeno's tether breaks. As the force begins to spin Zeno around, the android turns in space and sees a purple light in the distance approaching fast. Zeno's circuits flare up in panic, 
but the android pulls himself together and begins to assess his situation. He is not moving fast, and as he rotates around, he sees that his trajectory will bring him within reach of the ship's tether. He begins to calculate the course and quickly starts breathing short, precise, controlled breaths to guide him to the tether. As he continues to rotate, he turns around again to see the drift beacon, vibrating so violently that pieces begin to shoot off of the device. Zeno watches helplessly as a stray bolt flies directly at him, striking him in the stomach with enough force to send him spiraling off course of the ship's tether. Spinning faster now, Zeno's vision is a cycle of views, the vibrating drift beacon, the encroaching purple light, the shuddering beacon, parts flying off of it, and then the purple light growing into a wave. The drift beacon strains as it seems to be drawing the purple light towards it, and then Zeno spins again and the purple light seems to fill up his entire field of vision. And then he's spun around again, and the beacon groans as the pressure of gravity strains its harness and Zeno can see the purple light reflecting off the metal. Spinning, spinning, and then thump, another piece of metal hits Zeno, miraculously setting him on course. As he spins so fast he can barely focus on the ship's tether, Zeno 5, with all his focus, makes one desperate grab at where he predicts the tether will be on his next rotation, and the hard fibers fill his hand as he closes his fist around it. The android nearly suffers whiplash at the sudden stop of spinning and Zeno has just enough time to steady himself to see the purple light envelop him as it appears that the drift beacon is actually si siphoning the light out of the universe. And then Zeno's vision goes completely violet. As his vision clears, Zeno sees an impossible sight. He is holding on to the tether, but the ship is gone. The tether is still taut and firmly connected to the drift beacon, which Zeno sees is still there, but the other end of the tether just seems to disappear into a cloud of purple. Zeno looks around, sees that everything about him is shaded in purple, indigo, and violet, as if he is in some giant cosmic cloud. Overwhelmed and terrified, Zeno just holds onto the lifeline with a white-knuckled grip. Everything is silent. The drift beacon is still. Then, a small section of purple cloud begins to swirl, moving in a disorienting spiral. A part of the indigo infinity opens. A blurry scene begins to take shape in this portal? Zeno can't make out any details, but sees the shape of several figures moving in what looks like panic, or maybe even conflict. He can hear the sounds of distress and worry but the words are too garbled with some sort of static of interference. One of the figures moves closer to this window in the clouds, and Zeno is horrified as a person with no face peers through the gap directly into the android's eyes. This figure tentatively places his hand on their side of the window, and then, after a few moments, thrusts their arm through. Zeno looks on in terror as the hand and arm come through, unable to move, paralyzed with the fear of being lost in this purple nightmare forever. The android watches as the arm flexes against what Zeno can only assess as pain, judging by the garbled screams coming from the other side. The interloper's arm is fully outstretched now, mere inches from Zeno's face. The arm then begins to break down as if being disintegrated, 
First the fingers turn into particles, and then the wrist, and then the elbow. Yet the dust created remains and begins to form into a tighter cloud. The figure on the other side of the window pulls back what remains of their arm and then leans in as close as they can to the window, yelling something to Zeno that they can't, that he can't quite make out. The cloud of arm molecules begins to buzz and light up with electricity and then reform into what Zeno can only describe as nanobots. The figure on the other side of the window continues to shout desperately, but Zeno can't understand. Zeno tunes all his sensors to his auditory inputs and strains against his fear to hear. Zeno, confused, scared, and uncertain looks to the terrifying figure in the cloud of nanobots and extends his hand. The nanobot cloud immediately responds to the sign of acceptance and surges into Zeno, filling the android with crackling energy as his body lurches in the vast of purple. The window closes as it sucks in all of the purple clouds with it, leaving Zeno 5 floating in black space once more, clinging desperately to the tether that connects his shuttle to the now still drift beacon. And we'll fucking see uh, there it was. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. There it goes. There it goes. Gotta process some shit. Right? Fucking <laughs> space slender man, nanobot. Everybody, everybody, rewind and listen to that again because you're gonna like this. It's gonna be important, but I don't know how. That was a doozy. This episode has been sponsored by Roll Twenty. This is how we roll. <laughs>